In the 19th century, my mathematical hero, Gottlieb Frege, expanded a branch called set theory that provides the foundation that underpins all of the mathematics we use today. One beneficiary is called the law of the excluded middle that allows an operative to prove a proposition A by assuming not A and deriving a contradiction. Such formalizing has been a long time coming. The titular character in Shakespeare's um, Scottish play opened a passage by declaring to be or not to be. He did not say to be or not to be or possibly neither. Mathematicians describe this powerful tool of process of proof as reductio ad absurdum. Reduce the argument to the point of absurdity aptly describes social justice warriors, thought process that now declares women as a social construct and not an adult female that can give birth and lactate. We can use the same logic to announce that we identify as someone who has had the COVID virus or has had the vaccine and that we have the right to record the change of status in the upcoming vaccine passport. As said, reduce to the point of absurdity. One of my favorite use cases of reductio ad absurdum is to prove there is an infinite number of prime numbers. The largest prime number to date is a Mersenne number that has over 23 million digits, but is still minuscule compared to the infinite. The proof is simple as it is elegant. All you need to do is assume the opposite, that there are a number of primes is finite. Let them all list them all down and show that you can find one more prime not included in the original set. Just one example will do. It's that powerful. In this case, one multiplies all the prime numbers together and add one. It takes two lines of logic to prove what is a fundamental component of the theory of numbers. Advancements in science also operate with this imbalance between proving that the theory holds and debunking it. Everyone on Earth used to believe in the geocentric view of the cosmos. And why not? As Hawkwind pointed out, the lead singer was at the centre of the, of the universe, though I believe he was at Olympic Studios in Barnes. Such was the substance of choice in their more uh, experimental period. The problem was that astronomers noticed that Venus would periodically and radically change course, rather than follow a perfect circular formation such as the sun and the moon. The single outlier forced the Greeks to switch to a heliocentric view. In today's narrative, we have a debate on whether lockdowns work. Language is essential in this context. Gavi, the authoritative vaccine alliance, talked about early lockdowns being more effective. I would let this one go for the time being, as it opens up the prospect of governments locking down as a precaution and at a moment's notice. Orwell pointed out that a, a tool to keep the population subdued is to keep them on constant alert. Of course, that would not happen in the UK. More strains of the mutant virus, Vicar? Let us return to that impartial Gabby. Their underwritten, underlying assumption is that lockdowns are effective. 
and the differentiating factor across countries is its implementation speed and severity. I get very excited when bodies such as Gavi make direct assumptions as it allows us to invoke the excluded middle law and ultimately win the argument to the contrary. As I said before, language is essential. If Gavi had noticed or noted that on average lockdowns have been useful, then that is a statistical hypothesis and we would discuss the relative death rates between different countries. Gavi went for an explicit assertion and not a hypothesis. I only need to show one example of a country or US state that has outperformed even though their citizens are free to interact without restrictions. To that end, I give you Florida. In September, the Orange State decided not to go into lockdown and has performed better on every metric than other states that did, in particular, California. People will point out a myriad of reasons why Florida is a unique case, and one cannot compare apples with, well, oranges. The point is that they are all irrelevant, as the assertion was that all lockdowns work, so the proof of falsehood only requires one example where a lack of lockdown has worked. So there we have it. One is wrong to assert that lockdowns work categorically. The beauty of this process doesn't take much effort to do the debunking. So what happened to Frege? Why is he not famous? Well, he published his life work, The Grundgesetze, when Bertrand Russell pointed out that using set theory as the foundation for mathematics created a paradox. One glitch in Frege's matrix was enough to bunk his theory and immortality. For the pandemic matrix, everything relies on perpetuating absolute truths about the virus's potency, the accuracy of PCR, the effectiveness of lockdowns, masks, distancing, and the vaccine's utility. We need to remind yourself that all we need to do is create just one glitch in this matrix and the whole insane narrative becomes unstuck.